0: Purdue's up to near double-digit additions in the football transfer portal. Could it add another 10? And does that mean the Boilermakers will have multiple departures? We'll talk Purdue football. Who's in? On Golden Black Radio. Kyle Charters here with Tom Deanhart. We'll talk to Tom, but first this. On the far end of Main Street in downtown Lafayette, you'll find East End Grill, industrial and classic. The restaurant is built like a steakhouse, but handles like a bistro. East End Grill's menu includes creative starters, simple chopped salads, burgers, fresh fish, and steaks and the signature shrimp and grits. The staff prepares every item from scratch and emphasizes simple meals that incorporate fresh, local, and seasonal ingredients. A warm and inviting dining room features a cozy bar that includes a great selection of craft beer, inspired cocktails, and a robust and expanding wine list. Whatever your entertainment needs are, a cocktail at the bar, dinner with family, or a special event in the private dining room, the energized and attentive staff is here for you. Easton Grill in downtown Lafayette, welcome to our table. When it comes to land sales, it pays to have experts in your corner. AcrePro Midwest Farm Group is your local farmland specialist. With decades of experience in Indiana agriculture, no one knows the market better. Whether you're doing a 1031 exchange or simply buying and selling farmland, your local AcrePro agent will walk the land with you and ensure the deal is done right. Visit AcrePro.com or call 765-775-6502 and talk to your local land expert today. Again, 765-775-6502. At Purdue Federal Credit Union, it's about a relationship. A relationship that goes where you go, wherever you are in life. A relationship that's committed to free financial wellness resources, lower fees, and innovative digital banking solutions. Because we believe in people helping people. Let's build your financial future together. Purdue Federal Credit Union. Your trusted financial partner for life. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, Tom, let's talk a little bit of post-spring football for the Boilermakers. Maybe more action here after spring practices than actually during spring practices, at least from a, from a news point of view. Maybe Purdue itself wouldn't uh, agree with that, though Though perhaps it would. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of guys coming, a lot of guys going uh, for the Boilermakers. More coming at the moment. Uh, including a, a new receiver from Florida Atlantic, Jamal Adreen. Had a pretty good year as a redshirt freshman last year, including a catch uh, at Purdue, but 39 receptions in all, 570 yards, six touchdowns for the Owls. Uh, seems like another good pickup for Ryan Walters and company.
1: You're exactly right, Kyle. They got his commitment on Monday night. Um, like you said, played in Ross State last year. I think he had a catch or two. Big receiver, about 6'3", 190, uh, just a redshirt freshman, I believe. So he's got a lot of eligibility left. And, again, he'll bring some size uh, to that position. And, yeah, that's by my count, if I, I'm looking at my portal tracker now that I have into the message board, um, that's 10 players that Ryan Walters has imported since he took over the program. And um, <clears throat> array of positions, you know, got to see a couple cornerbacks, a couple defensive linemen, a safety, a long snap for two offensive linemen, quarterback and receiver. And I think we're going to see more of the same, Kyle. It's only just begun. I mean, Portal Palooza, we can make some T-shirts and sell them right. Purdue Portal Palooza. <laughs> uh, the comings and goings are going to be, I think, um, uh, come fast and hard here in the coming days, especially the goings, I believe, Kyle. Yeah. I was told Walters and some of the staffers met with the players uh, Monday afternoon. And I think they discussed their their futures with the team. And we already saw the one Boilermaker in on the portal yesterday, Charlie Kendrick, the redshirt freshman tight end. I think we're going to see plenty more here up here pop up in the portal uh, today, and especially I think on Wednesday and Thursday, I, I, I would think.
0: Yeah, because how that works uh, is it takes a couple of days for names to show up in the portal. And if those conversations with Ryan Walters and, and other coaches at Purdue took place on Monday, then then perhaps uh, Wednesday or Thursday would be the days that we would see those things come about. Uh, Look, I mean, Purdue's just got to be honest with guys about whether um, they see them fitting sort of in their system, right? Not not necessarily uh, kick them right out the door, but I I just think you got to be honest with guys so they have a fair assessment um, of where they stand in the program.
1: Yeah, and there, there's a rule on the books. It's been around for football since 2017 that essentially allows a head coach taking over a program, the license to to clear clear roster space, Kyle. I mean, there's there's no other easy way to put it. Now, if I'm talking to Kyle Charters, I'd say, Kyle, I, I don't think you have a spot on our team. You can stay at Purdue. And, and you do remain on scholarship, but, but your roster spots opened up. So I think we're going to see some of that going on. The new head coaches have, three semesters to do this, and is it cold, is it, is it callous? Perhaps, but I mean, especially now in this age of college football, Kyle, where players can come and go anytime they want, right? They can jump in the port and leave, and now they're starting to get some compensation. So I guess the door swings both ways on this, and and um, yeah, they, nobody likes seeing anybody being asked to maybe leave, but I guess that's the world of, of modern-day college football uh, that, that we now live in.
0: Tom, if the coach was having that conversation with me, uh, the coach would wonder how the heck I got recruited by anyone. <laughs> uh, how Who do you to begin with? How did you get here? Who are you? <laughs> We're giving you a scholarship? What? Uh, so you think, I mean, could the number, the number could be 10, 12 departures from Purdue?
1: I mean, I just sort of, I've done some exercises on my own, looking at the roster and kind of thinking, "Wow, if I was the head coach, would I think this guy would still have a spot?" And I've come up, Kyle, yeah, with with maybe maybe ten guys. Maybe maybe I'm I'm being overly cruel, Uh, but again, uh that's that that's my guesstimation. So, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Who from pretty well on the roster does jump in the portal right now? Again, I have a scholarship distribution chart I have pinned to the message board at the top. I think it's pretty accurate on current scholarship players by position in my class. And it's, it's tight right now. I think produce one over the 85 as I, as we speak. So uh, there's a lot of juggling that's going to have to be done between now and obviously August.
0: And that portal stays open for guys to jump into till April 30th. Of course they can commit uh, after that, but have to be in the portal by then. Uh, where do you think Purdue has helped itself out with the ten guys so far? And where do you think they'll continue to add?
1: Yeah, you're right about the portal, real quick too. But the one thing to remember about if you're a graduate transfer, Kyle, you can you can come and go outside of portal windows. Yeah, um, yeah. I think um, the secondary, you know, the the two cornerback commits and the safety. The one safety was here this spring, Anthony Brown from Arkansas. Then they he got Salim Turner Muhammad from Stanford. He's a cornerback who committed in February but wasn't here. And last week they got the Penn State cornerback Marquise Wilson, who committed. And the is also um, under some offers out to some other portal secondary players. Couple of a uh, couple of a uh, players from Ole Miss, a uh, secondary players have been offered as well. I know one's coming for an official visit here this week, so we'll we'll see more of this stuff. I know there's a junior college defensive back who's been offered. So, I think overall, if I had to pick the one position so far, it would be the secondary, and I think we can all agree that was probably the one area that 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 probably needed the most addressing in the portal. I mean, it seems like Purdue's got a
0: chance to build a secondary, I and mean, that's, that's that's a priority, it seems, for, for Ryan Walters. It has been in the past. I mean, the secondary for Illinois was solid. A couple of those guys are going to be high draft picks, if not first-round draft picks, or late first-round, second-round draft picks out of – out of the Illini secondary, uh at least from what I know, which is not much. Yeah. No, um, I know you're
1: exactly right. Yep.
0: So it does seem like that, I mean it seems like an area where, you know, historically that's not uh an area of of extreme Purdue strength. Uh right. But it seems like it's going to be
1: going forward. You are correct. And attribute that to Ryan Walters and his background with that position, obviously Kyle. He came up to the ranks as a secondary coach. That's really his his bailiwick and his area of expertise and you talk to guys who visit and they always they always remark about how that matters to them and uh that the head coach has that type of background and he's he's got some high level high school recruits in the secondary who have visited and we've talked about some of the portal targets who have been here as well so that's uh, something i'm sure he tries to sell them and again Kyle that's just one position that uh, that's going to get portal help. We retired, we kind of ran down the ten portal commitments already, and again, a pretty large array of positions. Um, uh we, you know on on offense, the quarterback obviously is, is here and Hudson card. They got the receiver yesterday from FAU. A couple offensive linemen here already, Kyle. Maybe we even get another offensive lineman. Uh, I still think Kyle. I'm not, no offense to to the recent commit Jamal and I I I think if they can get a really super elite wide receiver that they would like that so I, if they could if they could get one i think they're going to take one a real guy who can take the top off a of defense a true number one wide receiver kyle Yeah. and i and running back you know they're going to get a commitment i think from a high school kid who's actually was a 2023 guy christian womack who was headed to a junior college but he visited and i think he's going to commit this week but i think they may if they find a portal running back i think they would take a portal running back and keep your eye on quarterback too Um. I still think if they can get a quarter quarterback to be the number two guy they will and again defensively, we've already talked about the secondary they've taken a, they've taken a couple of defensive linemen. I think they would take another one as well so uh, we we've, we've even seen them take a long snap for Kyle already and then and mm-hmm. don't be shocked that maybe they take a kicker so what I'm trying to say is it seems like're they're, they're open for business in just about every position.
0: yeah, there's not a position there you left out, Tom uh punter i guess <laughs> Yeah, i think they're
1: good they're good at puntering you know i think outside linebacker um they had the kid from maryland here last weekend bam booker um that's probably the strongest spot on the team when you got Corday Sidner, nick carraway you know uh uh roman p3 and, and will Helt. but I, I guess you know if you, you could even add another guy to that mix that would even make it even a stronger outside linebacker spot yeah
0: all right, let's take a quick break, we'll come back, we'll talk about uh, some standouts, including those guys at Outside Linebacker during the spring. Talk a little bit of ross Aid renovation and the tunnel as well. Uh, we'll do that coming up next on Golden Block Radio. Designing and building since 1968, TNW has changed the way people think about construction. TNW's three-stage approach to designing and building is unmatched throughout the construction industry. Learn more about TNW's people, passion, and projects at Twdesignbuild.com.
1: Experience unparalleled comfort, service, and cuisine at the Whitaker Inn. This Midwestern oasis is perfect for a relaxing staycation or weekend getaway. Escape from the ordinary at the Whitaker Inn.
0: All right, Tom, uh, spring practice in the books. Uh, finished up with the practice on Saturday. In your opinion, uh, give me – and I, I think we can both name some of these just from what we've heard, obviously, in, in the time that the, – the little amount of time that I spent out there, certainly the, the much more time that you spent out there. Um, but, look, we we know that Hudson Card would be one of the five that, that, that stood out. I mean, Purdue has not been shy at all about its praise for – it's incoming quarterback. I, I think it's interesting how much praise they have heaped on on Card, um, considering he has not yet taken a snap. But um, but they like him and they think he can be special. We keep hearing that word about him. It's uh, it's pretty telling, I think, to me that uh, that Purdue has has said those kind of things about him.
1: Yeah, effusive praise. I guess you want him to be a confident quarterback. And um, you know, like I, I agree, you're right. I mean, the, to a man, everybody's just had positive things to say about Hudson Card. A um, little bit I've seen, he, he looks good running the ball, and throwing the ball, especially running the ball. Collie's, he's a good athlete, and it's going to be a part of this offense. And the ability to extend plays and improvise when things break down around him to pick up a third down on third and four is going to be something that's been lacking in this offense for a few years. Uh yeah, so they gotta keep him healthy, I think. Without a doubt, he's the biggest key to success this fall. And and uh again, if he's moving around, he could get hit and he could get hurt. So but yeah, that that's been a big revelation, is just uh and and a big common thread throughout practice one to fifteen has been the praise and performance of Hudson Card and and uh yeah, that that's been a good starting point for for Walter's first team.
0: Nick Caraway on the other side of things may be equal in in the amount of praise that he got during the spring seems like he could be the next big impact, you know, edge rusher in this case, outside linebacker in, in the Walters, uh, defensive front. But, uh, sounds like he's been good.
1: Looks probably the, the best. Yeah. Probably the best player on the team, best NFL prospect. Yeah. looks the part Six four two sixty five. 65, great personality, explosive fast. Seems to have that desire and love of the game too. uh, just the real deal a guy who's probably only going to play here three years and then go pro I would think like Karloftis so he's been a cut above on defense and you know Corte Sidner the other outside linebacker is another guy I was doing some work uh, for another publication looking at future NFL drafts and I saw Corday Sidner's name mentioned as a guy to watch already for the 2024 draft so He's a guy, Sidner slash Caraway could be a real force off each edge. And don't forget Kydrin Jenkins, too. I forgot to mention him. He's, he's, he's another outside linebacker who, had, who didn't play this spring because of injury. But that's a guy who's played a lot of football. He's going to be another key contributor to that outside linebacker spot.
0: Who else you got? Uh, give me a couple more names who, who from what you have gleaned from some of the coaches after practices who you feel like have
1: had good springs. You know, the, the guard, right guard Marcus Bowe, without a doubt. Um, no offense to Gus Hartwig, who, who didn't practice this spring, but I think Bowe's going to be the best offensive lineman they got. He could be a pro, um, just, a you know, 6'5", 305-pound guy who can move and uh, he's played a lot of football for just a shirt freshman. So that's a guy who's caught their attention. I don't know T.J. Sheffield has as well. Uh, that's a receiving court. It's got some veteran talent. But like we talked earlier, are there any real difference makers? Maybe Sheffield can take that step this year, or Dion Burke, somebody of that ilk. Uh, and I, I know, I know, Sanusi Kane's been a player they've liked as well in the back end. Um, a true senior, just a great electric personality, a leader who, uh, who kind of is a quarterback in the back end, along with Cam Allen. But Sanusi Kane's a guy I think they really they really like and they're going to trust in the back end. Yeah,
0: well, that would be good. They need somebody back there. Uh, certainly. And if he could take a step forward. All right. Uh, so, Tom, on Monday, Purdue announced that the tunnel that it is currently digging through uh, the northeast side of ross Stadium toward um, the football facility will be named uh, for Joe Tiller. I mean, I, I think it's great. Uh, you know, it, obviously, uh, Tiller needed to be recognized at the stadium in, in some way and trying to figure out exactly how you do that is always a complicated thing. Uh, you know, a lot of people probably wanted a statue. Purdue traditionally hasn't done a lot of statues. When you when you do one, it's hard to figure out where you stop with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this makes a lot of sense, it seems like. And, and uh, I mean, I think it's a nice tribute to get Joe Tiller's name somewhere in the
1: stadium. I think it's, I think it's perfect. You know, uh, I even like it better than the name of the field after him. We see that sometimes we saw Katie, yeah. we see Katie court, Mac arena, but I love the Tiller tunnel. You love the alliteration first, right? Yeah. And, uh, the renderings look great, uh, from the, from looking inside the stadium into the tunnel, it's going to look like you're looking into a boiler and, uh, it's going to be nice. I think there's going to be some signage above it, obviously, to label the Tiller Tunnel. What it's going to look like on the interior, I think, is to be determined. I think they're trying to sort that out right now. Some way to recognize Tiller's players. I think there's going to be area to recognize donors, and, and that's a big part here too. Kyle is Wednesday's produce day of giving, and, uh, and if you give, uh, I think the minimum is twenty five hundred dollars, but I, I think any gift that's given on produce day of giving toward the Tiller Tunnel. That, those funds will be matched by Drew Brees and his wife. Mm. Um, they, the university announced that yesterday. So, Kyle, if you plop down 10 bucks, Drew Brees is going to match your $10 yeah. for, for, the, for the tiller tunnel. So that, that's going to help fund this project, which is part of, again, a, a $45 million uh, overhaul of the stadium. That includes the south end zone, of course, that nutrition and, and, and dining facility up there in the northeast corner of the parking lot adjacent to the Kozak football complex.
0: Yeah, that's, that's nice. I, you know, watching those highlights too of Joe Uh, just, you know, it's, it's, those, those were good times and it's nice. Uh, I mean, really good times from a Purdue perspective, obviously, and his personality is fit with what, uh, with what Purdue was doing. Then there's, there's no doubt about that and uh mm. fitting way to, uh, to honor him. I think uh, with, with naming the tunnel, I think it's great.
1: Yeah, right time, right place in history. You know, uh, timing's everything in life. Kyle, we hear that, and and so true. And and uh, it's too often, I think he gets he gets forgotten uh, in his role in really transforming Big Ten offensive football. And when he got here in nineteen ninety seven, with that that bat, the quote basketball and grass we always heard so much about, and in, in the passing of the football, and you know, Northwestern did some of that with Randy Walker and. Kevin Wilson and those guys about that same era in a little different fashion. But I think Joe Tiller with the pass oriented spread slash basketball and grass really was, it was a new concept in the big 10. I and mean, as we saw Kyle, it caught everybody off guard for three or four years before they could really catch up.
0: Yeah. All right, Tommy, that's all I got. Thank you. Take care my friend. That'll do it for our podcast for this week. A thanks to our sponsors. As always, if you do like the podcast, Please rate us five stars on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a comment as well. All right, that'll do it for our show. For Tom Deanhart, I'm Kyle Charters. Thanks for listening. This is Gold and Black Radio.